we even get to see the vagina bones. Welcome to Love It or Weeb It, where we let you know if we love an anime enough to recommend it to everyone or if it's just for the worst of the weebs. I'm Annie, and I think the best boy in Haikyuu is Nishinoya. I'm Jeff, and I think best boy in Haikyuu is a perfect tie between Nishinoya and Hinata. Wow. Does that count? Can I do that? Is that cheating? <sighs> yes, it's cheating, but we can't agree on things, so fine. Yeah, I was like, oh no, crap, we're going to agree. Oh, crap. <laughs> uh, well, it's because Nishinoya is undisputed best boy. Anyways, today we're sampling the first three episodes of Bofuri. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense, which is the title of a show. I wasn't just saying random words. And it is available subtitled on Hulu and subbed and simuldubbed on Funimation Now. Woo! Annie, what's the show about? Wow, I'm so glad you asked, Jeff. <laughs> and I am glad to be able to hear your answer. All right, shut the hell up. Okay. <laughs> uh, so it's about this girl, Kaede who is invited by her friend Risa to play a VR MMO game or VR MMO RPG if you want to be a douche about it. Kaede has like never played games before and especially not VR MMOs. So and she was like, oh, well, I don't like being hurt. So she maxes out her defense so much so that she didn't put any ability points in anything else. So she can't move very fast and she can't use magic. But it turns out that she like broke the game and is unkillable. And yeah, that's the that's the story. And I can tell because you're laughing as you describe the premise that you love the show. Oh, oh no, Jeff. Oh no, I don't <laughs> love the show. But we'll, we'll get into that. It's okay. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. Oh my uh, god, Jeff. <laughs> so this show is based on a light novel written by a Yumi Khan. It started in 2016, has been running since then. It has eight volumes out. Um, it was then adapted to a manga. Uh, manga adaptation is by Jiro Oimoto since 2018, which has three volumes. Uh, and that manga artist, the only thing I find notable about them is that their series before this was a Toho jo- doujin. And I find it interesting seeing what doujin manga artists did before they had their breakout hit. <laughs> like, I think one of the, which series was it? Oh, Hanaka-kun, the manga artist, had done a Token Rambu doujin, which I find much more tasteful than Toho doujin, because mm-hmm. I assume Toho doujin is scantily clad women and maybe not even clad with anything. Anyway, the anime is produced by Studio Silverlink, which is a studio I did not know much about before. It seems like they've done a ton of in-betweens and second-key animation and backgrounds for tons and tons of shows. Uh, the anime series they've actually like, done full production for include Chaos Child, Restaurant to Another World, and Aochan Can't Study, which are all... like I looked through everything they had. They had produced a bunch of series, and I had not heard of most of them. Aside from Watamote, which I have heard positive things about, which I have not seen yet. And next season, they're making a show that I'm actually excited for called My Next Life as a Villainess. All routes lead to doom, which is about being reincarnated into a Otoma game as the villain. Oh, I did see the trailer for that. <laughs> it looks good. I saw it, and I was like, oh, shit, Jeff's going to make me watch this. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't really... I don't think this, this studio is... Nothing to be excited or disappointed about. It's fairly middle of the road. Um, and similarly, the series composition and series directors are not something I really knew much about. Uh, the series composition is by a person who did composition for Air, Clanad, How Heavy, Other Dumbos You Lift, and New Game, which are all things I heard okay things about. Mm. And uh, the director worked on things. So the student directors, Shin Onuma and Mirai Minato. Uh, Mirai Minato, it seems like it's their first time doing a full-on direction 
they've done storyboards before for a couple of series. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shin Onuma has been series director for like a Fate spinoff I don't care about. Fate, Kyle Lade, oh. Aileen, the Prisma, Alia. The one with the little girls, which is like even creepier Ew, than okay. Fate normally no, is. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> and a sister's all you need, which no. I could. Okay. I heard that name and I was like, that show is probably terrible. But then I like. It sounded kind of like an interesting premise, but then I read the uh, Anime News Network review of the whole series, and this is from the the cons of that series. At most cringeworthy and un- uncomfortable, first few minutes may turn viewers off. So, yeah. The title turns me off. Now let's move <laughs> let's on. Let's move on. Okay. So this show, uh, let's get into... What, what, was our, what were our expectations going in? I thought it was just going to be trashy moe bullshit. What did you think? Yes. Um, basically the same, but with like... Maybe super gross, not just trashy Moe bullshit. I thought it was going to get like really gross. Yeah, I thought it would be like, because I guess Moe doesn't, Moe doesn't quantify the cup size of a woman's boobs. Correct. I think I actually heard mostly positive things about the series and it was just your labeling it as trash and then you assume it was going to be like. Because I'm always right. mm -mm. I'm always right, including in this case. Um (laughs) I also thought that it was just going to be a shameless ripoff of, um, not the main character, but the the main kohai, the main, I don't know, objectified girl in Fate Grand Order is a shielder, is a character with a giant shield and very, very similar armor. I thought this was just going to be a shameless ripoff of that. And I don't no. think it was. Okay, I was expecting it to be a lot worse than it actually is. And for the first, I want to say two, one and a half episodes, I was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. at how not gross it was. And then quickly it turned on me. <laughs> Did you enjoy it, though? A little. It was kind of cute. Do, do you think that it became gross by the end of the third episode? Oh, Jeffrey. For sure. Wait, really? I Wait. What did you miss? Did you miss the like seven booty shots that they did? We even get to see the vagina bones. It's. <laughs> uh, maybe I did. Jeff, I watched it and I was I was almost like, should I just start screen capping these every time they happen? Because it's insane. I was like, it felt like, I guess these aren't like spoilers or anything, but like it felt like that in the first two episodes, it was like going on great and then production for the third episode someone's like there's not enough ass and then they put like six different butt scenes in the span of five minutes and I was like what is going on I thought I was happy with this and now I'm horrified huh Jeff did you miss these I guess so I'm gonna screenshot these for you I guess I have like weird blinders to that to this this booty bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I have booty bullshit blinders. I'm so mad. That's that's what Blood Blockade Battlefront actually stood for. Is booty up, bullshit Jeff. blinders. Yes. Yeah, I, I missed that. You missed all the butt? Yeah, I don't know. This, this reminds me a lot of something similar that happened when my Digimon podcast when we were reviewing a season of Digimon. And I just didn't notice that there was a ton of fan service on this young girl whenever she transformed into Digimon. And I was like, did that really happen? I didn't notice it. Boom. Got one. <laughs> I hate this. I hate that you didn't see it. But yeah, there was like a ton of butt shots in like the third episode. And I was like a little turned off by um, her friend's outfit in the second episode. Oh, I should look at that more carefully. Yes. Sorry you don't have your fan service alert going on, but I did. And 
at first I thought it was like kind of a cute story about like one it's fun watching someone like create their character and like make all these decisions uh and I thought it was a cute like oh we're friends and we're in this MMO together and it wasn't like some dude's gonna save them because like they don't need it and I appreciated that and then it got gross and I was really mad (laughs) because it's just it's so distracting to me to try to watch a story and then just have a bunch of butts in my face like I'm not trying to like if I wanted to see butts I would google butts I don't need to see it in this story about two (laughs) nice young friends in an MMO I I loved the show like I don't think it was the most amazing ever but I was like it's really great it's much funnier than I expected to be and I thought it actually felt like mostly empowering and not degrading or objectifying of women and I guess it's just because I have blinders on to that to uh, the fan service there's a a certain level of fan service that will like i'll see and then be like oh my god this is terrible and gross but i guess there's this kind of level that just goes under my radar yeah well because like this one's not as overt as other shows like the only character like in the first episode there's um like the crafter and her name's like is or easy or something it's i think it's is is okay well that was the first thing I noticed. I was like, all right, that's not how boobs work, but all right. Wait, did they jiggle or anything? Or was it just the outfit? No, just the outfit and like the way they're shaped. It's like they put, it's like the the shirt was made with boob holes and you like slip them in. It's because like that's not oh, how shirts f- form yeah. to like boobs. Yeah. But I was like pleased with, um, I guess they call her Maple in game, but so Maple's outfit because it like this, it's not like, it doesn't show her butt it doesn't show like any boob it's like kind of conservative for this kind of thing it's short in the front yeah it's short it shows a lot of her thighs but like as far as parts to show off like it's almost tame that that's all it shows Mm -hmm. (laughs) so that was like nice although although looking at the design for like volume one of the manga it looks like it was more tame there and there's more of her thighs in the anime Character design. Gross. Yeah. Well, okay. It kind of ruined it for me. It could have been really cute. And like parts of it are still cute and fun, but like all the booty stuff got on my damn nerves. <laughs> um, I think I think the, the booty Oh my stuff god, is... I'm sorry. I'm still screenshotting the booty shots for you, and <laughs> she's just shaking her ass for the screen. <laughs> the booty shots are an interesting transition because this is something that I was grappling with while watching it, which was, uh, even though I didn't notice a lot of that fan service, I was just wondering the whole time, because I had looked up some of the production background what it was based on for mm-hmm. Rainey's notes. I don't know. I, I I just find it so uncomfortable when a show like this feels like it's empowering to women, like it's featuring female characters, you know, on their own, doing mm-hmm. things on their own that they don't need the help from a man and all this stuff. True. But like the series is made for guys to objectify them. And it's like, oh. So, so I just want to um, dive a little bit into that, like what, whether the series, like who the series is made for, as much as I can tell. Yeah. So I just wanted to give like a quick primer on manga demographics. We're trying to make the show accessible for people, the podcast accessible for people who don't know tons about anime. So I just want to give a quick rundown of these. So like the four standard demographics are shonen, shoujo, seinen, jose, and kind of kid, um, which doesn't really have a great name in the English random because I think most people in the English anime and manga fandom just don't care about kids manga. Uh, but those those main demographics are really based on the manga magazine where the manga originally was serialized and most of those have pretty obvious demographics like uh this is from the i basically pulled the the number one circulated magazine for each of these genres so like weekly shonen jump is shonen koro koro comic is kids weekly young jump is seinen 
Chow is Shoujo and B-Love is Jose. And those are all pretty standard. And there, there are some weird demographics that fall in between like Yaoi or BL. I know like started off in Shoujo magazines and then once it became a big enough thing had its own series of magazines, but there's kind of a blurry line between Shoujo and BL. But video game manga magazines are their own territory of weirdness. And generally like video game manga magazines can have news, reviews, interviews, and then also manga either based on video games or just related to video games. And they kind of don't the video game magazine doesn't really have a specific genre or demographic like primarily manga magazines have. Um, and I think it's more just about what type of games they focus on. So there can be magazines focusing on trading card games, eroge games, which are erotic games, bishoujo games, which are games featuring beautiful women for men, primarily heterosexual men to objectify, mm-hmm. etc. And so the manga magazine that this series was featured in is Comp Ace which is apparently a video game manga magazine that focuses on bishoujo games. And I'm a little confused because it's a spinoff of a different video game magazine that also focused on male-oriented games. And I don't know if this one is more scantily clad women or less. I don't know the full nuance of that, but it's some of the other stuff that were in this manga magazine are Overlord, which I didn't think of as like a scantily clad women mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, yeah, that's not my first impression, but I haven't seen it. So Right. Yeah, I don't know much about it. Um, but School Days... I'm pretty sure, yeah, that's supposed to be like very objectifying of women from what I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, And then a bunch of fate stuff, which, you know, fate is his own can of worms, but is pretty far in that direction. Yes. So, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just found this interesting because I don't know where it sits in the realm of like, is it empowering to girls? Is it not? But then hearing that there's all this fan service I was just blind to. Yeah. (laughs) Apparently it is. It is. And so it makes sense that it's like, this is definitely from a pedigree of objectifying women meant to cater to heterosexual men. And I should also caveat that like the this is just for the manga adaptation. I don't even know if the anime is based on the manga or based on the original light novel. Doesn't I don't think the light novel has quite so clear demographics. Like it was originally written on or published on like a, a user uploaded light novel site and then mm. got picked up and published in physical books, but I don't think they have such clear demographics. So anyway, all this is to say that it I find it interesting how like something that can feel empowering once you realize that it's made just to like for men to ogle can be yeah the opposite of it. It could have been super cute and not gross if they hadn't done all this bullshit because they had like so many opportunities for to do it right. Like don't give the friend a scantily clad outfit. Don't give the main character a scantily clad outfit, which they really didn't in my book. Like the main character is kind of fine. Yeah, but it does make me wonder a little bit like. Is the main character fine because it's a different kind of kink they're catering towards, you know? Yeah, well, because she's like a little cutesy girl and they want to capitalize on people who are like, oh, she's so cute and clumsy and look at her. But I just mean like even like even like being full of all that armor, you know, like. Oh, that could be another thing. But I think yeah. her like being like this like cute little innocent girl is like definitely oh yeah, a yeah, whole yeah, subgenre yeah, sure. of gross. <laughs> I mean, Risa isn't so like, her outfit isn't so bad, is it? I mean, the entire sides are missing. She just has a cape on, so you don't see it until she's fighting. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I'm just looking at static shots now. Yes, wait, I'm going to send you some booty pics from this anime. <laughs> this is from the first, like, five minutes of episode three. <laughs> oh, boy. Most of it's on uh, Risa. <laughs> so, I, I mean, like, I guess this is one area where my experience is definitely elevated by like watching while I was studying Japanese and not paying, you know, not seeing every single shot super carefully. Uh-huh. Look oh at boy. This oh last boy. That last one. one. Oh, she no. just like shakes her booty for that last one. <laughs> <sighs> oh boy. I'm telling you, this was icky for me. I don't know. I think it's just because you objectify women. I guess. 
<laughs> I'm not trying to be horny while watching anime, though. I'm just trying to enjoy a story. I Okay, I think we're going to talk more specifics about the individual episodes from now on. So if you, you know, I think it would be elevated if you went and watched them before listening to the rest of this episode. But if you really don't think you're going to care, then just keep listening. And if you, I think you should go watch it. I think it's good. I think it's fun. Uh, if you whatever, especially if you perv. go in expecting the gross camera angles and yeah, booty shots, and just ignore them, and yeah, but let's 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 go into it now. So uh, in episode one, I'm just pulling these recaps from the Funimation website. In episode one, convinced by her friend Risa to try New World Online, Kaede begins her VR MMO adventure by going all in on defense because she doesn't want to get hurt. That is more like the synopsis of the show than episode one. But that's what she does in episode one. <laughs> It is, but like, that was just like the first like minute of what she does. Okay, well, all she really does is go to the woods and let monsters beat the shit out of her so she can get immunity to the stuff they do, like shocking and poison, and that's not how games work, I don't think. You don't get immune to it. It's not how most games work, but it is a, it is a mechanic that has existed in some games. I don't know how many. The only game I really know that did that is Final Fantasy II. Yeah, but there's no way that she gets all that resistance and immunity in like an hour's worth of play. Yeah. I mean, so the fundamental like gag here is that she is so stupid that she fails upwards, which mm-hmm. is another area that made me feel uncomfortable because I'm like, this is funny, but like the butt of the joke is always her for yeah. being so stupid that she is breaking the game and so okay so for that i'm thinking that like no one else has tried to put all of their stats in defense so like it normally wouldn't it would normally take someone much more than an hour to do this but mm-hmm. no one else usually has such high stats in defense but i don't know i mean whatever stats you have to allocate at level one even if you put them all in one stat it wouldn't be that high yeah they'd be tiny compared to whatever you are at level 20 or whatever you know like even if they're all in one stat so it's it's an absurd premise initially when i was writing down my notes i was taking i was like okay like pointing out logical flaws and i'm like now I'm like it's a comedy series like it doesn't it doesn't make complete sense it also like that that is the the power fantasy of it is that um I don't know like I, I kind of wrote down some notes about how I feel like it's this is there are a couple of different series that come out like this formula recently like if you just do this one weird thing over and over again you'll become super powerful and it's like a loophole that no one will notice because no one else is as silly or stupid to do that one thing over and over again yeah is kind of like a modern day video game equivalent of the chosen hero narrative Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's kind of like this power fantasy where, like, so I mean, actually, I play a lot of uh, mobile games that have this kind of setup of like every there's a huge community of people that have min max everything, and like me as an individual player just getting into the game, I'm not going to figure out some magic strategy. Like, I really should just look at the wikis, look at the guides, and they'll list all the strats and all the builds and all the setups that I should just do. But it's this kind of like power fantasy to be like, maybe if I just do this silly thing and this stupid thing, it'd actually be better than all of the collective wisdom of thousands of people. <laughs> I think it, it's funny. It, it's not realistic. No. Like if in a real world someone would have tried this technique mm-hmm. by now, like, but I guess it is supposed to be a new game. But anyway, I so it's not realistic, but it's funny, and also I really like what this show does, where there's like acknowledgement that the developers are onto her and are like actively patching the game to mess with her. Yes, they're just like, <laughs> which I think is great. You have to take damage now. <laughs> Like, I actually was confused watching episode two. I didn't realize what she was doing to kill people with her shield. I didn't realize it was the devour skill. Yeah. And that they then, by episode three, have to have it 
patched so that she can only use it a certain number of times per day. Mm-hmm. But I thought that was great because like that actually is very similar to how um, like it's not this extreme. It's not people just being stupid, but like this happens a lot in gacha games, especially early on, where like there'll be some team composition that's like way overpowered and breaks the game, and like people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars, not per person, but anyway, like tons of money is being spent to roll for these characters that make this optimal team layout, and then they nerf those characters because it's like breaking the game, and then people are like, "What the fuck? I spent tons of money on this game." Mm. and now those characters are useless i'm thinking particularly of a um world flipper which is came out recently in japan and had the situation i think the backlash to nerfing may have broken the game but anyway uh yeah uh that's like the the pessimistic version of the story that she she gets nerfed and she's like this game sucks i don't like it anymore and then quits and then never goes back to it she's still playing she loves it (sighs) so like i find it really endearing but yeah like especially in context of like knowing about all those booty shots now it's like it is also a moe dream fantasy of like what if you could find a girl who was just so into video games and like she was just so great because she's so stupid yeah Mm. and cutesy and it's annoying <laughs> and i was mad i found the the we didn't really see much of them but the, those twins that are only in it for a second those made me so angry yeah they, they were like cutesy to an extreme that i was like oh this is gross to see for five seconds on screen yeah like super moe bait too i was like eh. get out of here you fucking <laughs> is that pervs. you coughing yes no it's me gagging but Anyways, I hated that. And it was like, she's like, oh, it reminds me of me. And I was like, ew, don't say that. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I thought the friendship part was cute. Like her and um, Maple and Sally going to the cave every day to get those scales Mm -hmm. to like make her a new shield, which is like, this is cute and very MMO. And (laughs) and I thought it was like, oh, cute. They're being just supportive friends supporting each other. And I was like, maybe this will be a good time after all. Even if, and then like Sally gets that outfit that's kind of revealing. And I was like, oh boy. And then- But did you notice how smart it is? Her name, Sally. Is her name backwards? Yes. She says it in the show. Wait, she says it backwards? <laughs> yes. She says, I'll do Sally because it's my name backwards. Oh, you know what? Actually, that was episode two, which I watched dubbed. And they may not have, they may have changed that line for the dub because it wouldn't make sense. Oh, you watched it dubbed. Just the second episode? Yeah, because I was watching it with my boyfriend and he likes things dubbed. And he raised the valid point in that episode where it's like, they're playing the game together, but they're not actually playing the game together. Like they go to the cave and then she just swims underwater for a while and she just sits outside the water. Yeah, (laughs) but that's like, I would do that. (laughs) If my friend's like, hey, log in and come with me, I'd be like, okay, we're together. Even though we don't see each other for the majority of the playtime. Yes. I thought it was cute. And like, they basically go on a date in the third episode. Oh my God. I was like, this, like, bro, is it, is it homo to go on a date with your best friend and drink in a mystic, drink, <laughs> a mystic like drink, setting. drink stardust together. Like, yeah. And stare at each other's eyes and compliment <laughs> each other's hair. I was like, is it ladies? Is it gay? <laughs> That was fun. Well, but but I also like as it was happening, I was like, oh my god, this is so gay. Are they really doing this? Is it really that gay? And then I was like, wait, this is even more of a male power fantasy it's to see. Fetishing, yeah, like Yuri fetishization. So yes, yeah. But, <sighs> but okay, can I tell you? So when I was watching it, I was kind of the fight scene with Sally and like that underwater boss. Uh-huh. For there was parts of it that I was like, oh, this looks pretty good. Like the animation. Do you think he was an underwater? undercover boss shut up jeff anyways 
but there was like I was like oh this looks pretty good actually and then it got to the 3D part and I was like oh no yeah <laughs> this looks <laughs> awful yeah I was generally pretty impressed well, okay I have many feelings about this. I was very impressed by the animation quality and fight scenes mm-hmm. except for when it would shine through that it was like oh no the CGI is just awkward but also it was never the animation quality was never that like it Fight scenes were good. There was it is like fairly polished. I feel like the element that's missing from it being like actually something that I would recommend as like in terms of being great aesthetics is that the music I just remember being like totally unremarkable. Yeah. I think that's something that I as much as Sword Out Online is a mixed bag of trash. Um, like that first arc I found really compelling because it felt not immersive in the sense of like I feel like I was in that world, but immersive in the sense that like this felt like a very solid, very strong production. The animation was strong, the music was strong. Mm-hmm. like I, I was compelled by the world because it felt like it had really high production values and this just feels like yep it, it's anime well animated but it's just your typical anime mm-hmm. and and then then realizing that like probably those scenes that were really well animated were probably had a bunch of booty shots in them mm-hmm. i mean the ones you sent me did not were not from the fight scenes no well also the fight scenes move pretty quickly i think for the most part they were fine okay. um I didn't notice too many things. There was like a couple, like there was a moment where she like, where Sally slides on the ground and it's like kind of vag first, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it's fine, I guess. I guess that happens in battle, but she just didn't need to be wearing such tight short shorts. Yeah. Did Sally slide seashells by the seashore? Jeff, I'm going to hang up this call. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a weird name, Sally. Like it's, (laughs) it's just her name backwards. Sally. But I thought the I think some of the ideas are really good and cute like that they're that she is getting nerfed and she does have mm-hmm. to like try to figure out ways around that and that her friend and her are like an unconventional like party. Mm-hmm. So I think there are a lot of things I did like. Like I liked their friendship. I liked Did you like the humor? Sometimes. Like things like when she's just going around bopping people on the head. Yes, I thought that was kind of funny and cute. I did feel like I was being manipulated into feeling that way, but like it was cute. <laughs> Wait, so even when you thought it was cute or funny, you're like, no, I was the mad. manipulating me. <laughs> yes, I was a little mad because like she's too cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's understandable. But I did think it was funny. She's like, I can't move fast. I'll just wait here. And then like th- someone has like a big speech about how he'll kill her and she's a stepping stone in his <laughs> his gaming career. And then she like kills him instantly. <laughs> it was that was pretty funny. And like I liked the thing in the first episode when the the bunny's attacking her. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, keep going. And it's been like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> she accidentally kills the bunny and she's like, oh no, I didn't want to kill him. I think that, that was the moment that I was sold in the series is a little bit earlier when the bunny... Relatable. Oh, <laughs> I was at the moment when the bunny first attacks her and like, she's like, oh no, I'm attacked. And then it bounces off and then she's like, well, Mr. Bunny, like these abs. It's, it's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was funny. And uh, I thought it was like, it was very relatable because that's the one thing if I like do play a game and the thing I'm trying to fight is cute. I don't like... I don't want to fight them. (laughs) Really? Yeah, if it's a cute thing, I feel bad. I'm like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I mean, I did, but I didn't. (laughs) So I thought that was cute. I like that 
she and Sally are definitely in love and nothing will stop me from thinking that. But I just couldn't get over how it just felt like like cute little girl bait for grown men right. who play video right. games. And I mean, I am always skeptical of shows that have these super long titles because it's usually... Right. Based off of a trashy um, light novel that makes me angry. And I was right. I was right. It, it is a trashy light novel title. And it like the entire concept of the show comes from, I don't know, I, th- I think it's fitting for like, yeah, clearly the entire stick of the show is that she maxes out her defense mm-hmm. and then becomes super overpowered because of it. Like, I feel like it is an appropriate level of trashiness to have that kind of title, but it's not... It's not trashy in quite the ways I expected. It is a lot more fun and empowering than I expected. And I am still a little bit, yeah, like I'm still skewed out that it's probably made for adult men to enjoy. Yeah. And yeah. Did you hear about the controversy, the dubbing controversy? No. What happened? Oh, boy. It's 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 silly and absurd, but it's basically, do you remember the line? So you watch it subtitled, right? The, yes. In episode two, when she wins and then is interviewed mm-hmm. on like the little in-game interview thing yeah and she said like she stumbles over her words and says like uh i forget exactly what the line is but it's like i got pounded but blah 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 blah. yep i took a pounding right yeah hold on i'm pulling up now it's it's like i took a pounding but i liked it oh that and yeah yeah, and so in the the dub line is instead it was tough but i'm happy that's better. So like, yeah, like, so people are pissed at Funimation because they think that they removed sexual humor. And no. It's like the joke is that she stumbles over her words. She's not embarrassed because she says something sexual. The joke, like, she's embarrassed because she made like an obvious grammatical error. And like. Yeah. And then in the next sentence, she also says like, thank you very much or something. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's clearly that she's like stumbling over her words. Someone even comments on that. It's not that it's like, I mean, it is gross and sexual, the first one, but. Right. That's the thing. It's like, I don't know. Like, I think the humor definitely comes from her just messing over, like messing up her words. But I wouldn't rule it out that the original intent is to like, is for men to look at it and be like, she's like, because like the scene, like the, the image that is happening when she's embarrassed is like her, like looking down, like blushed all over. Like, I would not be surprised if it was originally written to be gross vaguely sexual yeah and like so i don't know i I wouldn't rule it out completely but also like if that's what you get out of the scene you get that out of it regardless of whether it's explicitly sexual or not so like and i don't know i guess i I would assume that in japanese it's something that could be sexual or could not be sexual so making it whatever it's also like who cares yeah It's, it's, it's silly but i thought it was relevant to bring up just because of our discussion about like whether this is it's for gross men yeah if it's like gross men who are sexualizing these little girls or if it's yes empowering two women nope uh, (laughs) listen i'm definitely weebing this one because it's clearly for a a certain subset of weebs and i'm just kind of like i had low expectations going in but then they were brought back up by how like cute and fun the first episode and a half were and then they were ripped right back down so like i almost loved it but i strongly have to weeb it now (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would, I don't think I ever would have given it a love it. Like, I'm definitely going to keep watching it. I like it a lot, mm-hmm. but I'd. I won't. I wouldn't. I If I ever, like, if I recommend to people, it's with lots of caveats. Mm-hmm. And it would definitely not be the kind of thing that I would recommend to someone without a lot of anime knowledge and, uh, you know, making sure they are comfortable looking past gross booty shots. Yeah, like if I have a friend who's like into etchy bullshit and is like into VR MMO games, like or game animes, I'd be like, yeah, this is for you for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't think like to me, it's not 
being okay with the etchiness that would make it a recommend. Like, I think it would just be... Because I, I read some reactions to the show and uh, I guess in particular the Anime Feminist three-episode check-in where they, like... Because they, they do, like previews of the first episode and then they check in after three episodes as to like has this gone in the direction we hoped or is it gone downhill or uphill and i think d wrote the three episode test thing for that one and they were like yeah it's still fun and still positive and so like i think there are a bunch of people out there who are getting the positive message from it and are not seeing the grossness and so like that's the kind of person i would recommend it to someone who would see the positive in it and not the grossness yeah i can't see past the grossness though it makes me uncomfortable <laughs> I would not feel comfortable. Like, if someone likes etchy stuff, I would not want to give, show them the show. I want to keep it from them. I'd be like, no, don't, don't touch this. Like, don't, don't, touch, don't, don't touch taint them. it. They're beautiful angels. Keep it pure. Keep it pure. Uh, so gross. Well, yes, we're weaving this one behind, Jeff. It's it's been weaved. It's been it's been weaved. wept. Well, thanks for listening to us talk about Bofiti. This is the first time we've had like pretty contrasting opinion yeah that you like liked something a lot and i've like violently hated it <laughs> yeah i feel like that is a pattern but this is i think the most divided we've been yeah it's the most divided and i thought it'd be more like fun instead i'm just like sad that you don't like it <laughs> i'm sorry i just had to send you all the booty pics from the show i'm also sad i'm frustrated myself for not seeing them also i'm just so worried that i come off as like such a like misguided straight ally who Perv. is like <laughs> Yeah, the perv is like, I just don't see what's wrong with all the boobs hanging out everywhere. And I'm like... Well, to your credit, this is this is um, on like the much better end of the spectrum for like that right. kind of thing. Like there's one character who has... Actually, there's two. One was like a spectator. But there's like two characters who even have boobs like exposed. <laughs> and everyone else, like that's covered up at least. But what they don't show in boob, they show in thigh and like... But I guess yeah. So like it is, it's better than most, I'd say. But I, sh I'm not gonna applaud them for doing the bare minimum. Yeah. <laughs> of like, yes, they're like in high school. Please don't show their boobs. Are they even in high school? Maybe middle school. I don't. Maybe even in middle school. I wasn't paying that close attention to the school time. I think this might actually be one of those cases where they they're actually older than they are drawn. So gross. They are probably high school, but are drawn like they're in middle school or elementary school. Maybe even. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, should we pre-mention the Twitter questions we had? What's Bofuri? <laughs> so the first question was from the Modern Gaffa on Twitter, and they asked, what is Bofuri? Uh, and I would presume that you just listened to, like, 20 or 30 minutes of us discussing what Bofuri was. Well, maybe they mean, like, the title. Because I asked you that same question. Yes, in our pre-episode chat. And um, I, I assume it's what the Japanese fandom refers to the show as abbreviation and so wanting to appease both the pre-existing fans and new fans who did not know what the Japanese title already was they probably just put it at the beginning uh and where does it come from so the title is very long it's uh it's a full sentence in Japanese just like it is in English but the key part is bogyo ryoku which is means defense and kyokufuri which basically means to max out so it's it's the bow from bogyo ryoku and the furi from kyokufuri that is essentially maxing out defense it would be cool if they come up with a more fitting English title, like Max Defense. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. But they just want to match what fans are already calling it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's awkward. I was, um, when I was telling my boyfriend the title to search on like Hulu or whatever on the Apple TV, I was mm -hmm. like, okay, it's Bofuri, B-O-F-U-R-I. And he was like, what? What's the English title? And I'm like, that's the English title. <laughs> that's what they're calling it. That's what they're calling it. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like how We Never Learn was, um, what was that? Boku, Boku Ben, ben, ben We Never yeah. Learn. Stupid. Yeah. Just call it what you never learned. <laughs> but anyways, uh, did we have another question? So the second question 
was from my boyfriend. All right. He asked, uh, how would you distribute all your ability points? What would you do in a game? Well, it worked out for Maple, all defense. (laughs) (laughs) No, I would do probably mostly um, agility so I could run away from all my problems. (laughs) And like probably um, like magic because I always pick magic. Wow, that's gendered. Wow. Same. I thought you were a feminist. Wow. What? <laughs> you you go fucking. Uh, I would do agility just because in almost every game, it's like, oh, wait, the ability to have more turns, that's almost always going to be better than like, if you can get more actions, then like you have more flexibility to do anything. Mm-hmm. So that's usually what I aim for. And then it often does not work. Wow. We're supposed to disagree, Jeff. But we're, we're agreeing for different reasons and your reasons are wrong and my reasons are right. So, you know. <sighs> All right. Fine. We're good there. Okay. <laughs> I yeah, hate you. So that, that's that's the end of the show. Okay. We we love yes. it. You no, should all go don't. watch it. It's the nope. best show ever. Nope. It was okay. I feel like I'm on such a negative note now because I you had lots of valid criticisms and like I've come around to your opinion. But I liked the show. It was fun. I know you <laughs> Before did. Before we recorded, I was so excited. <laughs> you texted me like a couple days ago, was it? And you were just yeah. like, "Wait, this is good." I was like, "We're not supposed to share opinions yet, Jeff." <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited I couldn't hold it in. I know, and then. When you were late today, I was like, I have things to tell you. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, oh, until boy. I watched episode three, I was um, much more on board for this, like, being a cute, fun show. Which, I don't know, I mean, the fact that you were so, not undecided, but that your opinion swayed so much from one episode mm-hmm. makes me optimistic that, because I'm going to try and keep watching it. I'm optimistic that, like, it could swing back the other way. Yeah, well, maybe there was just, like, one person on the production mm. team who was like we're doing all the booty shots in one episode <laughs> yeah it could just be the episode director was like i think what the fans will like about the show is the booty shots so that's all i'm gonna do all right well hopefully it gets better let me know um we're done <laughs> we're done and we're baby we're done we're baby please review us on apple Podcasts and share the podcast with your friends oh please do that because that's the only way people will find the show <laughs> And we want people to listen to the show. Yeah. And if you want to uh, suggest a show that you want us to preview or review, you can either put that in the Apple Podcast review or you can email it to us at loveitorweebit at gmail.com or tweet it at us at loveitorweebit. Thanks for listening to us talk about Bofuri for forever. Next week, we're going to talk about Smile Down the Runway. (laughs) It's not going to be as good. Shut up, Jeff. You made me watch this bullshit i mean we're like how many episodes into the season and i haven't heard anyone talk about the show since prepared hey i've seen like three whole gifts so i'm ready wow great i'm excited listen to watch three whole gifts so yeah join us next week when we talk about smile down the runway bye. bye and as we always say how many licks does it take to get to the center of an anime Boop, beep, boop. Boop, 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 boop. boop. <laughs> All right, you better cut that out. Uh, I'm, not le- I'm not leaving any of this. This episode's not going live. What if I just get, like, really aggressive, and I'm like, what's up, assholes? Welcome to... <laughs> <laughs> that was the Somali episode. We're past that now. And maybe we, c- we can try answering the Beaufort one and see if it's okay, funny. Okay, well, what is... Both for these nuts, um... <laughs> 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 <laughs>
no. Uh, I, I, I too like. I am both a. It stands. It's short for uh, both scaly and both furry. Can you? This is this is my brain's not working. I fucking hate this. Uh, I assume it's a shortening of the like those. Um, remember in the opening. How it says, like, there's, like, three different kanji that it shows. Yeah. I'm assuming it's those three kanji. Also, I accidentally mistyped into Google and... You typed in both uh, of these nuts? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that was just in my search history. Boop, beep, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, beep, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Jeff left me to make pizza. I'll just wait. For his pizza, he won't share his pizza. Boop, beep, boop. <laughs> Jeff, go back. Yeah, the new BTS album. What's up? <laughs> Excuse me, this is uh, a J-pop only zone. Hi, welcome to my podcast about K-pop. Yeah. <laughs> this is not love it or uh, queeb it. <laughs> Shut up. Is queeb a real word? No, it's, they call, they say Yes, yes. Urban Dictionary, Urban Dictionary says queeb is the Korean version of a weeb. No, those are Koreaboos. (laughs) (laughs) Well, isn't queeb short for queeaboo? That sounds horrible. (laughs) A non-Korean who is an extreme fan of Korean culture, including but not limited to K-drama, K-pop, manhwa, and Korean food. I'm alone. There's no one here. Jeff, you better cut this. My bad. <laughs> what happened? Is there was a okay? yeah. There is like the heater came on, and it knocked over um, an empty bottle I had that hit a full cup of water. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, <gasps> "Wait, was that like while I was talking, and you had to like listen to me talk?" Um, after it spilled, it was fine. And then I noticed it was going for my papers on my desk, and yeah. I was like, I was trying to like dab it. While you were talking, and then I was like... Wait, you were just dabbing while I was talking? You were just... I was, like, dabbing it, and then I was like, it's going for the papers. <laughs> Did you try flossing? Hmm? So the dabbing didn't work, but the flossing work? I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> okay, wait. How many licks does it take to get to the center of an anime? That one's so gross, considering this. <laughs> yeah, I, I chose it after I'd watched the episode where she ate the dragon, uh, the Hydra. Um, we didn't even talk I forgot- about that. Yeah, I forgot to mention that because, okay, that that's, I think, another pervy angle that, like, there totally is this, like, um, num, num. fetishization <laughs> of small women eating big amounts of food on YouTube. Have you seen hey, those videos? Yes. Mukbang. <laughs> oh, is that the name of a person or the name of a thing? A thing. It sounds like a sexual act. Yes. It's like when, it's like a Korean thing when uh, you um, eat a bunch of food just on camera, live, hmm. usually. Um, I see. I found horrifying. the Wikipedia article for it. Oh. And it's definitely like a, I mean, it sounds like mukbang is not gendered. No. But I, there is a large um, percentage of women who do it and make money from it. Hmm. But also, like, the moments when um, the bees were, like, spraying poison on her. That was gross. Yeah, like, I didn't think anything of it, but Eric, when we were watching, was like, oh. And I was like, oh, come on. It's not sexual. Come on. It's not sexual. But now, now I'm wondering if it's supposed to be sexual. It's all sexual. <laughs> okay, good night. Bye, Jeff. Bye. <laughs>